0: When we look at the devastation, we get depressed. But when we think about through this devastation, what is God is doing to his people, that's where the hope is, that's where the joy is. And it was just awesome to experience that. Now I want to share a little bit about a new book that's been released. It's uh, my book, a second book. And uh, before I talk about that, just want to touch base a little bit about our um, uh, topic, the joy in the Lord, as it is one of the attributes of the fruit of the Spirit. So, we're trying to understand the difference between happiness and joy, it's very important we understand this. Let me just give you one little hint. You know, we, the, the baby boomers, for 40 years, 30 years, been saying to our kids, do what makes you happy. I want you to really think about that really, really carefully. You know, when I was younger, like and so I was talking to some of the older people. So what do you want to have your children do? Whatever makes them happy. They thought that was in. But if you really, really think about it, it's not biblical at all. It, it's not. Do what makes you happy? Just think about it. I don't want to get into details, but I will get into details. But the difference between happiness and the joy is something we as Christians need to understand so we can lift it up even the time of troubles. Even if we face similar, if not even smaller devastation in life, challenges that we face in life, we can say there is joy in the Lord. And that is why in the Christmas time we say joy to the world, thank you. <laughs> we don't say happiness in the world, no, it's, it's different. You may think it's the same thing. It's not, it's a profoundly different. That's what we're gonna talk about. So, going back to my new book, new book is out. Now, I'm not here to talk about my book, but I want to talk about the process in which this book came up, up, about. With the second book, uh, the publication company text messaged me four days ago with an exciting news saying, Pastor Haas, the book has reached the first place among the bestsellers. Amen. So I looked it up. Sure enough, it was the first place with the most popular bookstore called Kyobo, which would be equal to Barnes Nova's in the United States. Now, the size isn't the same. We have a 350 million people, they have a 45 million people. The size is incomparable, but still, it's a bestseller in the Kobo. Then I looked up the best internet bookstore called Yes24, which is equal to Amazon United States. They're far smaller, but remember the size is not comparable. It was ranked number six among the all religious books. Now, my first reaction was, Whoa! Then I went, Already? In two and a half weeks? Unbelievable. God is good, yes. Now, up to this point, I was happy. Then there was a sense of, why? Why did it happen? Then I said to myself, what is God up to? And then there was an aha moment, followed by me saying, may your name, be glorified with this. Now the question is, was I happy or was I in joy? Thank you. That was the question, yes. Yes. In the beginning, I was happy and lived a short period of time. But at the end, in that short period of time, I went from being happy to being in joy. That's what our God wants us to feel, being a believers in joy all the time, always knowing that He's with us, regardless of the situation that we face. Let's review last week. <clears throat> so we're beginning the series on the fruit of the Spirit, and there are nine fruit of the Spirit: love, joy, which we are talking about today; peace, patience. Peace is you, Dave uh, Ben, and I understand patience with uh, Dave Silk. We're going to talk about that the following week. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, notice the Bible does not call it the fruits of the Spirit. It's a singular. It's not plural, meaning that Holy Spirit can only produce one kind of fruit. One fruit that contains all the taste of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It's like orange and banana and and pineapple, everything together in one bite you can taste and feel, feel, taste all of them. The fruit of spirit signifying that to have or to bear fruit, of the spirit is to be born into what? Into the likeness of Christ. That's what it really means. It's not something that we say, well, I really want to work on joy. And that's my thing. Forget about the others. I'm just gonna work on joy. I'm not, I don't think I need to be patient. Uh, that's not my area, so uh, I was born with uh, uh, impatience, and I am a very angry person, but that's, that's me. I'm not gonna, gonna change that, but I'm gonna work on joy. You don't have that choice. Because it's not fruits of spirit that you have, you have a choice of. It's a fruit, it's a singular. It's a fruit that contains all those attributes that God is talking about. That's what we need to be working on. We need to work on on it, and we need to fight for it. So, what was the feeling when I got the text message saying that my second book ranked number one? Was it happiness or was it joy? Now, we already answered that. It's joy. So we're going to kind of work on it, trying to understand it. The magazine called Psychologies. I don't really read that, but doing my sermon research, I found out there's a book called Psychologist. I guess if you're into that, that's one of your magazines, you read. Summed up in this way, joy and happiness are wonderful feelings to experience, but they are very, very different. Joy is more consistent and is cultivated internally. It comes when you make peace with who you are, why you are, how you are, whereas happiness tends to be externally triggered and is based on other people, things, place, thoughts, and events. So if happiness is a trigger by external influences, either by people, things, place, thoughts, and events, then what I felt initially was the happiness as if it was an event. Yes, it was an event telling me, you. Your book ran first place, ranked first place. Joy is cultivated internally when you make peace with who you are, why you are, and how you are. So my experience when I got text message went from, well, at first I was happy. Yes, I was happy. When there was a sense of, whoa, I was happy. It was influenced by external Forces. Then there was a sense of how could this happen? When two and a half weeks, still there was some sense of self gratification. I did it. I was happy. Then, as I began to question, there was different kind of sense and the feeling. There was a sense of why is this happening? Now, at this point, I was still happy. Remember, from first experience to this point, it lasts no more than one minute, maybe 30 seconds. There was a sense of why, and I was still happy, but I realized this wasn't about my happiness. There was a shift going on in my feelings. Then there was a sense of what he's got up to. Now, it wasn't all about my happiness. And with aha moment, the feeling of happiness dissipated and soon taken over by the feeling of joy. And when I finally said, may your name be glorified through this, and I began to visualize what God can be and what God can do with this, the overwhelming sense of joy settled in my heart. And I was no longer in happy mode, but I was into the joy mode. Going back to our reading scripture today, Colossians five twenty two, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such thing there is no law. We talked about that last week. Twenty-four. Reason to twenty-four. Those who belong to the Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. I'll get to that. Twenty-five. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. You know what that means? That means we have to work on it. And today, we're going to focus on joy as we discuss how to work for it, how to fight for it. There was joy when I said at the end, may your name be glorified with this. I remember John Piper's message. I was reading his book. I forget his name of the book, but this quotation just stuck in my head for so long. God is most glorified when we are most satisfied in Him. In other words, that's joy. When you have joy in Him, you are satisfied. When you have joy in Him, God is glorified. And that's what God desires us to see. So let me tell you how I believe I kept up with the steps for the Spirit. Or with the Spirit. Let me give you a little background. The first book that I always published, P31, was published by Christian Bookstore, a book, Christian com- uh, publication company. With its success, it was natural for me to use the same publication company for my second book. The situation kind of led into something to what I was about to tell you, but I told the people around me, I said, no. The second book, I don't want it to be just read by Christians. I don't want it to be read by non Christians. But the first publication company, they exclusively do only publication for believers. So they distribute only to the Christians. Non believers don't really get a chance to read any of their publications. I was told that when they see great titles and something really nice, but when they see the publication company being of that, they say, well, that's Christian, but I'm not gonna read it. That's the kind of sentiment that's out there. So I made a decision that I wanna uh, publish with uh, another company that's basically secular publication company. Now how can I find a secular publication company that will actually publish a somewhat of a Christian book. When I told my, the first publication company, they were very disappointed. They are basically saying to my face, you can't do that. I said, why not? Because if you publish with us, because your first book was a huge success, we're going to sell just as many copies, and it will be good for us, all of us. And I said, it's not about selling many books. The Christianity is all about evangelism, reaching out to the lost. I want to be able to p- publish this to, so that non-believers would read. Even if it has a lot of context of the Christianity, but I want the publicist company that, that, that when they see it, oh, that's, that's a secular publication company, so they will pick it up and begin to read. And they were very, very upset. They were actually very upset at my decision but I decided to go in that direction. Why did I do what I do? It explains in verse 24 of our reading. It says in the first uh, verse, describing the fruit of the Spirit is the 9-4 attributes. First, that's verse 22. In verse 24, those who Belong to Christ Jesus Have crucified the sinful nature With its passion and its desire Initially Initially My earthly desire Was to My earthly desire was to What? To sell as many Books as I can And that was to publish With the Christian bookstores Publication company I wanted to put away my earthly desires and ambitions of selling more books, but focus on his work. The purpose of the book was not about my passion, not my desires, (coughs) not about selling more books, but it was about keeping in step with the Spirit. I was more interested in reaching the loss, than selling more books. I was perfectly okay if I didn't sell as many books or a fraction of it. Joy is who you are, why you are, what you are, in Christ, in spirit. Joy is in keeping in step with the spirit. That means we have to intentionally work at it. Happiness is triggered by something, external forces. Something, great things happen. Hey, I got a great news for you. I got some nice gift for you. That brings happiness. But they do not last too long. Having joy in spirit, in Christ, is not about feeling or emotion. Joy in biblical context is not emotion. Happiness is emotion and it's temporarily Joy is an attitude of the heart that is in keeping instead with the Spirit. Yes, joy is one of the attributes of the fruit. Last week we learned that biblically the fruit is the Christ, the river is the Holy Spirit. The river water comes down from the temple. Every uh, uh, land, everything that uh, the river touches becomes new. And alongside of the bank, the trees grow and the fruits are bare. First, it is fruit. The fruit comes from tree. And for one to bear fruit, it takes work. Second, fruit is Christ. The work Jesus did was sacrifice. He worked at it. Because of this work of sacrifice, we receive as end result the joy, the fruit. Having this state of mind, having this attitude, allows us to have this attribute of the fruit of Spirit, which is joy. So when we have this joy in us, we can rejoice in Him regardless of our circumstances. Whether in time of pain, times of challenge, we can be rejoicing in Him. The joy the Bible talks about is having it all the time, not temporarily. Realizing that there is something greater than what your emotion is letting you feel. There is hope. It takes sacrifice, it takes work, it is a state of mind. In him, it is attitude. I know I've told this story before. I even remember Pastor Ben telling this story. It's about a little girl who was uh, coming home from her school to, uh, to home. She walks to school, uh, home all the time. And one day, mother was at home, looked at the sky. It was about to rain. And then soon enough, you can see lightning and the thunder, and then she was concerned for a little baby girl. So this is that she decided to hop in the car and go and find her. She realized she was already ready, and she rushed out the house, and hopped in the car and drove towards the direction that her daughter normally has come home from school. By this time, the, the sky got darkened and uh, just uh, the, the rain was just pouring and the thunder and lightning were just repeating again and again. And then when she drove and she went to a spot and she saw her baby girl walking without umbrella and she saw her and she tried to turn the car around and she realized something. Every time there was a thunder and lightning, this Laura was stop and look up in the sky. And then she would walk again. Every time there was thunder and lightning, she looked up, look up the sky. And her mother called next to her and said, Come on in, but I have a question for you. Why did you, in the midst of this pouring rain, instead of running, you would actually stop once in a while? And she responded, I am trying to look pretty because God is taking my pictures. (laughs) You like that? That's the attitude. This little girl did not focus on the storm and lightning and thunder. She didn't even care about getting wet because she delighted in the Lord. She was in joy having the Lord in her heart. That's attitude. The attitude of joy from the fruit of the Spirit. Too often we as Christians, we focus too much on the storm. We focus too much on our sins, too much on our unrighteousness of others. Or are we guilty of that. And we end up not being able to be delighted in the Lord. And not being able to see what God is trying to do. We forget to see the big picture, that which is hope, that which is resulted from joy in Him. Why do we need to work on or work at this Joy and why we need to fight for it. Second Corinthians, verse one twenty-four: Not that we lord it over your faith, but we work with you for your joy, for you stand firm in your faith. And God says to choose joy. It's our choice. Choose joy, even during most difficult trials. First Peter one, 1 through nine. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. This have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Verse 8, though you have not seen him, you love him. Even though you do not see him, now you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. Happiness and joy are very, very different. Don't be confused. Too often we seek happiness in the Lord. James 1 2, 4 describes life trouble as an opportunity for great joy. Great joy. Opportunities are source for our great joy. James chapter 1, verse 2 through 4. Consider it pure joy. Considered it a pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. That's joy. Joy is not happiness. Joy is state of mind. Joy is believing in what you cannot see. Happiness, you need to see to have the happiness. Joy is in believing that which you cannot see. Joy is sacrificing. Joy is in obedience. Happiness may come when you do things you want to do. But joy comes as a result of doing what you don't want to do because you see the big picture. Joy is doing something you don't want to do because you believe in Him. Joy is doing something you don't want to do, but you do it anyways out of obedience to honor the other person. Honor our God, that which will bring joy to you. You often wonder, why we talk about the godly man and woman in the Bible? Moses, David, Abraham... Esther, everybody. What is common about all these great people that we study? It's real simple. That every single one of them did the things they did, not, they did not want to do. But they believed in God. And that's why they were able to do it in joy. Happiness you find comes from self-gratification can only last between two meals. You're happy at the breakfast time, but you're hungry again at the lunchtime. That's happiness. Joy can last forever. Because our faith in Jesus lasts forever, and grace is forever. The gift of Holy Spirit is joy, Paul says, 1 Corinthians fifteen ten. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. Can we say that I am what I am by grace of God? And his grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than all of them. Yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Grace of God, grace of God, grace of God. That's the joy that Paul has in him. Paul kept up with a step with the Spirit. How then do we fight for it? How do we work so that we can experience joy in everyday lives? Act of forgiveness is working hard for that joy. Try one. I know it's difficult. Try it. Try it, you'll like it. Act of serving others is fighting for joy. Act of giving is working hard for joy. Act of comforting encouraging others is fighting for joy in Him act of seeking His words is working hard for his joy, for joy in him. An act of resisting temptation is fighting for joy in him. God wants to fight the good fight. Ah, God wants us to fight the good fight. That fight might be uncomfortable. a fight that something we don't want to do. But those fights are the ones that are gonna bring us ultimate joy. No different than that I had to fight to use secular publication company for the second book. And Jesus fought hard so that we may have joy. John 15 11. I have told you this, so that my joy, that's Jesus' joy, may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. Wow. The next verse, verse 12 of John 15, My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Nothing is greater than love that brings joy. That's the fruit of the Spirit. Verse 13 Greater love has no one than this that he laid down his life for his friends. That's the obedience and sacrifice. Doing things you don't want to do brings you the joy. Verse 14 You are my friend if you do what I command. Verse 15, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I've learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I choose you and appoint you to go and do what? Bear fruit. Fruit that will last forever. Then the father will give you whatever you ask in my name, this is my command. Love each other. Hallelujah, yes. Fruit that will last is the joy in Christ. Fruit that will last is the joy in Christ. So may our God of hope fill you with the joy and peace as we trust in our Lord Jesus Christ, so that we may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Father God in heaven, we thank you so much.